thing turned off. Mm. And I'll turn you off. Okay. <laughs> How does one accomplish that? Uh, naked pictures of your grandma. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that is actually merging with Rob Has a Podcast. Wait, hold we're on. We're going to live on the same service Wait. as Rob Has a Podcast. Wait, we're not merging? Oh. I'm your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared, what are you merging with today? <sighs> Pain. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> this season hurts me so much. Jared had a favorite. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's so few likable people on this season. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> this isn't a it should have been Keith type of moment, because I also like Penny. Sure. But the edit okay, the editing decisions for this season are wild. Because <laughs> like we have seen so much Shean. Why have we not seen anyone else from Sukjai? Everyone we've seen from Sukjai, except for Ken, has gone home. Yeah. These are strangers to us. <laughs> well, it now puts us in a fun little position for the next, I mean, the rest of the season, really. I guess. <laughs> we don't know anyone anymore. Ooh. Don't look at me with that tone of voice. I don't know where to go with you on this day. <laughs> cool. There's, there's a lot to talk about. Should we stop beating around the bush? I will say, I didn't mention it last episode, but want to give a big shout out to our new mayor, Brandon Johnson. Very happy that he was elected. Okay. And the Supreme Court race in Washington that will give, uh, or sorry, Wisconsin. There you go. That will give Wisconsinites access to abortion rights again. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of shenanigans going on in the world right now. I would just like to throw that out there. But keep, if nothing else... I feel like this isn't too controversial. Maybe we keep uh, checks and balances, law and order, in intact. Maybe we uh, don't go full authoritarianism. Yeah, that'd be great. Just throwing it out there. Just no, nothing in particular. Just uh, feel like I should. It should be said. The Republican Party at this point is a terrorist organization. I didn't say that. I did, but I did <laughs> not say that. Look what's happening in Tennessee. Anyway, <laughs> ho. You won't say things controversial. I will. I say controversial things, but I feel like I try to appeal to all of our bases. I'm like a... I'm the Joe Biden of this podcast. <laughs> I hate that I said it. <laughs> I, I hate it. I, it came out of my mouth and then I'm like, nope, I want that back. Listen, I actually... So there is a thing I love about Joe Biden, which is his superpower which is any stance that he takes immediately becomes the moderate position. Because oh. nobody believes that he is this ultra-liberal progressive person. <laughs> sure. So he can do, and actually some big things the last couple of years, that would be viewed as very progressive. But he's old man Joe Biden, so nobody can get upset. Like, nobody, they, it can't stoke the same outrage. Sure. He's pretty flip-floppy. He, uh... Well, yeah. Takes, takes the progressive stance, takes the non-progressive stance. You, you never know. He's, he's just all over the place. Anyway. Welcome we, to our politics podcast. We are not a politics podcast. I want to get out of this. I will say, 
Sure, we try to appeal to as many people as possible, but I also yell things like ACAB. And if you believe that, like, women shouldn't have abortion rights, I don't care if you listen to our podcast. That's fair. That's a good point. It's healthcare. Yeah. It be true. It be bumpered. Okay, this episode came out on Halloween oh. of 2002, a Halloween episode. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Not a lot important in the world that I could dig up except a follow-up from last week moscow theater siege ends approximately 50 chechen rebels and 150 hostages die when russian spetsnaz storm a theater building in moscow which had been occupied by the rebels during a musical performance three days before i'm sorry hold on how many hostages died 150 holy shit did they just kill everyone in there there were 700 hostages so Uh... a lot but not all of them. Wow. Maybe this isn't the one that was rumored to be a false flag. I could be thinking that incorrectly. But either way, didn't go well. Nope. The number one song is still the Nelly song. However, the movies are interesting. Go on. Especially because it is Halloween. So, number five, still Sweet Home Alabama. It is hanging on there. It was yeah. a popular movie. Well, it's a rom-com in Alabama, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I think it's like that Hallmark style of like, Woman from the city who is like... It is really a Hallmark movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's not, but it, it follows the wow. format. Number four, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, has been on the top five every single week of this season. Sure. I'm going to skip number three because we're talking about it in a minute. Okay. Ghost Ship is number two. The fuck is Ghost Ship? <laughs> I've heard of Ghost Ship, but I don't know a lot about it. Okay. Ooh. See, we need to watch Ghost Ship. Has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. In a remote region of the Bering Sea, a boat salvage crew discovers the eerie remains of a grand passenger liner that was thought lost for more than 40 years. Whoa! But once on board the eerie, cavernous ship, the crew of the Arctic Warrior discovers that the decaying vessel is anything but deserted. It's home to something more deadly and horrific than anything they've encountered in all their years at sea. Ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah, sure. It has ghosts. Makes sense. Let's see what the... I think 15% is a critic score... Oh yeah, audience score is 37%. Sure. So it's okay. all all bad. But the number three movie, which was number one for most of the week before the episode came out, is Jackass the Movie. Oh my god. Wow. That was 2002? 2002. I guess they made three of them. Yes, they so. did. Sure. I never understood the appeal of it. I didn't either. Back at that time, I feel like there were a lot of people just being assholes, like pranks and things were, were much bigger than they are now. Unfortunately, is... it's coming back around with YouTube culture. Yeah, a little bit. I This is also the age of the edge. Like, we're starting to get into, like, being edgy. Yeah. And I feel like Jackass was just like, what if we made something, like, offensive and edgy? <laughs> what if we just, what if we were all edge? <laughs> Oops, all edge. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand the appeal, but... It was popular in the time. People people do their thing, I guess. Was it, was Jackass an MTV show? I don't know if it was. I know it became a show. I don't know if it was a show first or movie first. I'm not up to date on my Jackass lore. I'm not either, and I'm not going to look it up. And, and it's hard to tie in because the Jackass went home last episode. <laughs> now, Jared, I want you to, since this came out on Halloween, and we don't have emails to read, so I'm throwing a little segment in here i'm gonna have you build a pitch here this is the preview for next time on survivor on tonight's episode of survivor but i want you to tie it into the halloween theme 
for this episode. Yes, correct. It's coming out on Halloween. So as as the announcer, okay, for the voiceover announcer, give me the preview for this episode. Do you want do you want something real or a parody? Whatever you're feeling. Okay, great. Next week on Survivor, we're approaching our merge episode. Or are we? <gasps> the scariest thing of all. Assumptions being made and people that don't quite belong. <laughs> Finish it up, wrap it up, bring it home, bring it home. No, that's it. That's where it ends. Okay, got it. <laughs> Great. I'm glad I had you do that. That was fun. I had to put in the underlying, the subtle racism. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. We're about to be not so subtle about it in a hot second. Yeah. I, the, the episode's about to be not so subtle. We are not going to be racist. Well, I'm not going to be subtle about the episode being... <laughs> sure. I mean, this one's not... Okay, it's not as bad as other... as uh, The racism happened earlier in the season, and now this is the repercussions of it. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But we acknowledge that, too. Yes. So, there's that. Jumping in, episode 7, Assumptions. Aptly titled. Aptly titled. It's a, that's, that's a good name right there. You know the the thing that everyone says I about hate this. assumptions? I hate this. My math, not even my math teacher, my substitute math teacher was the one who was like, you know what they say about assumptions? Make an ass out of you and me. And we're all like, can he say ass in school? Is, is he allowed to do this? It's also just a stupid thing. We make assumptions all the time always because like, it's just the ones that are wrong are the ones that get noticed. Sure. I guess now that I'm looking at the word right in front of my face, the word is assume, because it's ask you me. Oh, sure. Assumptions, it does, the, the, the thing doesn't work anymore. It's like, you know what they say when you assume or whatever. Yeah. But we assume shit all the time. Yeah. We fill in missing information with the context clues around us like they did in this, like the people on the show did in this episode. Survivor knew exactly what they were they doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. Jeff's, Jeff became a lawyer. He's like, no, <laughs> these are the words that I said. And if the court reporter will read back my words, I did not perjure myself. <laughs> exactly. This is a great episode, and I want yeah. to talk about, one, just reaction as a whole, but two, your reaction was great. What? I don't even remember what my reaction was. Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay. Anyway, starting the episode, we're walking back from Tribal Council last night. Sukjai is feeling it. I'm like, oh man, it's only gonna get harder as we go. Like that was hard, and I'm like, was it? Was it really? You were all pretty unified in that one. Yeah, but I think they they had grown to feel sorry for Rob. Sure. So it was hard. Yeah. I have another way that this ties into it's just, it just being Australia the sequel. Okay, go on. The tribe that was dumb that was ahead for the entire game has something that happens to them right around the merge that is unexpected and puts them at a disadvantage. Sure. <laughs> oh. Aaron is keeping an eye on Ken and Sheehan. She's suspicious. Aaron and Penny. Who's Aaron? Exactly. Yeah. Is suspicious that Sheehan might not be all in on this tribe thing. Well, and that they might have their own alliance. Yeah. What's... So, Shannon, we see Shannon and Ken talk about how Penny is sneaky. Mm-hmm. Can, could we have seen it? <laughs> like, could we have seen it maybe once? We, could we have seen a conversation yeah. with Penny, like, talking about maybe deciding between Shannon and somebody? Could we have, like, 
we all we've seen of Penny is other like instances and like challenges, groups, group events. We have not sat down and talked with Penny mm-hmm. in confessionals, except for maybe like a couple of them talking about Rob. Sure. We what? We did see a little bit of her being a little manipulative last episode with Rob. Sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. But we didn't see her perspective on it. Correct. We never saw the moment where she was like, hey, Jake tried to vote. Or like her confessional of like, this is why I did it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand what her game is. And I want to say that that's just poor storytelling by Survivor. Agreed. It's I... annoying because they set up Sheehan to be the protagonist of Suk Jai. Mm-hmm. And now the rest of these people are strangers to me. <laughs> As an audience member, I do not under, I do not know any of these other people. If the vote had gone in Sheehan's favor, if her pitch at Tribal had worked, I could understand the editing up until this point. Sure. Because she would now be the leader of Suk Jai. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be the case? So then why are you not showing us both sides of the story if that's not the case? I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. It's confusing. This this season on not being bad is confusing. There's a reason why we're getting the mail that we're getting about how people don't necessarily super like this season. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Jeff himself doesn't like this season. <laughs> yeah. And Ken taking notice of this. Well, Sheehan and Ken are kind of talking by the fire, and it's hilarious to me that he's like, yeah. I know her type from high school. I know what she's about. I know exactly who she'd be in high school, okay? (laughs) Interesting, though, how people who get close to Ken are the next one gone. That's true. Ish. Yeah, I don't... The last couple. Yeah, I mean, Rob was the closest to Ken, Mm -hmm. but Ken was closer to other people than Rob. Correct. And he didn't care about Steph or... Or Jed. <laughs> but I, I would... If the rest of the season, Ken just becomes the Grim Reaper, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we get tree mail. Everyone gets a different color of paint. With the hardest to read tree mail I have ever seen. Oh my god. Bright purple paper and a font that doesn't make any sense. It hurt my eyes. It's it's hard to read. Yeah. And they, they're they doing a good job of like showing us the tree mail. Yep. And even still, we can't read it. It's, we can if we really try hard enough, but on the fly, you're not reading that. If I was, if I didn't have TiVo, which TiVo, I don't know when TiVo existed. It was like... After this. Right. I want to say like 2006, 2007. Something like that. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. A digital video recorder. God, that's weird to say. A DVR. I didn't, I never realized that's what that stood for. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. DVR was just such a cool thing in my brain. Like, yeah. we don't have to use tapes anymore? I can delete it? Mm-hmm. I can just... Whoa! I can fast forward through the commercials? It can delete the cur- commercials themselves? I didn't know about that feature. That's pretty cool. It's crazy. Oh, I love that. It's just the internet that we have now. We're watching sure. We're watching a show with no commercials. Sure. Although, I, I would kind of appreciate, like, a little bit of the culture shock of watching the commercials tied into these episodes. Oh, I thought you were going to say how Paramount Plus puts a show, oh. a commercial for their own shows in front of each episode. No, that's garbage. I hate that. I, I'm i paying for no commercials. Give me no commercials. Maybe we should start, like, watching a two, uh, 2002 commercial to get in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Let's, I'm going to look up some commercials before we watch next episode. 
it's gonna be in a week, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Anyway, tree mail. We get we get the paint. Cover yourself in paint, but you cannot share your paint. Damn it. Don't do it. I knew this was gonna be something with like you're matching with somebody on the other tribe. Yes. Because why else would they limit them to one paint color? Yeah. How perfect was it for Survivor for them to do this? Five and five at the merge. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have planned it. Like, well, they planned it, obviously, because sure. they had the paint. But they couldn't have planned that that was what it's going to be. Yeah, I wonder how it would have been if it would have been uneven tribes. Wouldn't have been that. Yeah, I wonder how it would have pivoted to. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I like this concept. I thought this was a cool concept. I agree. The execution was a little faulty, at least from an audience perspective. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to see a lot of the conversations that happened. I agree. And I don't know if that's just a casting issue. I wrote down, like, small talk, blind date, survivor edition. <laughs> like, that's basically what it is. Like, I oh, love that. Oh, yeah. Clam- yeah. Oh, man. Clams. They're hard to cook, huh? <laughs> Before we get into the next step, I do want to point out that Ted decorated his entire head with gold paint. Yeah, Ted's paint was pretty cool. And it, it reminded me of the Mythbusters episode where it is possible to cause yourself serious harm by doing that. Good. If you cover your body in enough paint, your skin cannot breathe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can do some serious damage. Like, you'll overheat, essentially. Well, with Ted versus the paint, I'm rooting for the paint. <laughs> I rooted for the ocean last episode. I'm rooting for the paint this episode. Here we go. Let's go paint. Let's go paint. Anyway, we come over to a nice little meeting. Jeff's there, everyone's all covered in their paint, and Jeff's like, hey, nice to have all you here. What we're going to do today, we're going to have a little meeting of sorts. You're going to, you see the person over there with the color that you're wearing? Yeah, you're going to go have a little picnic with them, kind of. Some of you are going to get a picnic, some of you are going to get other instructions, is what Jeff says. Yes. Sure. These partners are hilarious. I, yes. in my brain, I think, it just so funny. Clay and Sheanne, Brian and Penny, Ted and Aaron. I wanted to see more of the Brian and Penny conversation. Because they are both playing the game so hard. Yeah. Ted and Aaron, Helen and Jed. Helen and Jed is hilarious. Uh, not Jed. Jed's gone. Jed's you mean gone. Ken? I've been Ken. Yeah, yeah, I want to see more of them, For too. whatever reason, I cannot say Ken. Apparently. I will throw Ted's name, I will throw Jed's name, but Ken does not exist. There's, Jed, who's There's been a gone. Barbie movie coming out, <laughs> and I need to get my shit together. It's true. You're walking and be like, wow, that Jed character in that movie was great. Not that, not that I super want to see a Barbie movie, but... It looks good. Does it? I haven't seen any commercials. I've just seen, like, stills of the trailer, and, like... It seems like they know they know what they're making. The marketing campaign is hilarious. I I've seen the Instagram of like this Barbie is a, a mermaid. Yeah. This Barbie is a cheerleader. This is Ken. <laughs> this is also Ken. It's great. This is also a Ken. We have three Kens. And then Michael Sarah as there's only one whatever. Alvin. I was talking to somebody last night that mentioned like it's like Alvin was a character in the Barbie series for, like, six months. Really? And they never made it again. So she's like, oh, yeah, and a friend for Ken. And, like, nobody bought it. That's fucking funny. <laughs> so they made money Michael Sarah. I am all for the self-referential bullshit. Yeah. It's great. I love that Helen basically said ACAB. <laughs> yeah, she did. She's talking to Ken, and it's like, hey, I'm going to talk to him, but I don't want to give him any information. Yeah. 
He's pl- he's trying to play me. He's, he's she said, and I and I quote, "I'm a skeptical New Englander, and he's a New York cop." A <laughs> cab, motherfucker. That, that's where the quotes end. Well, yeah, the quote ends before a cab, motherfucker. Are you sure? I thought I remember hearing that. Yeah. For for some reason, an acronym <laughs> that didn't exist in 2002. I might have. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, but. Clay and Sheehan. Sheehan just trauma dumps all over Clay. <laughs> yeah. Before we get to that, two couples are given instructions to go to a camp. Mm-hmm. Clay and Sheehan get to go to the Chewigan camp. Yeah. And was it was it Helen? It was Helen and Ken that yeah. go to Sukjai. Yeah. And you're right. Sheehan just like this fucking tribe's a fucking mess. And like, here's all the things that I can spew in sixty seconds about these assholes yeah help me save me Mm -hmm. it's not that but it's that (laughs) so then that happens and then we bring everyone together and it's like all right so you kind of got to know each other a little bit we we had fun did you have fun i had fun thanks jeff so now we're gonna have two tribes we're gonna have you Two tribes living on the same beach yeah two tribes living on the same beach and i'm i hesitated because i'm like i want to get this wording right Cause he de- he he never never says the word merge. He never does. Never says that word merge. He lawyers the hell out of that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he had to practice that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so everyone's like, "Yeah, this is great. We're all merged. Let's let's go to the the Chewigan camp. They have a great shelter." Our yeah, sh- the four people were allowed were the ambassadors, and they got to choose. We didn't see their conversations, but it seems like it happened very quickly. Yeah, they jumped on it. They're like, "Fuck, we're going to Chewigan." Because once again. Massive camp advantage. Yeah. Oh, Jeff yeah. does point out, you'll get a new boat. He does indeed. <laughs> that is very important. Yes. That might have changed the calculus. <laughs> like, sorry, no boat if you go to Chewy Gun Camp. We're going to the other camp. Probably. A hundred percent. Like, you yeah. have to. It's it's so funny. And we have two tribes living on a new beach. Helen is, is great. It ended up being a merge. We're so happy. We have a feast. There's a, a merge feast. Everything is great. We have aggressive mouth shots in this I merge feast. I hate those shots where we're just like in close up and you see every fucking pore around their lips and like there's like shoving food in their mouth. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, we do. We, go, we have a good 30 to 60 seconds of mouth shots here. Disgusting. I don't need to see people eating. Zoom out. Zoom out. Just zoom out. Things on Survivor. I don't need you to focus on people eating. I don't need you to focus... Or bat embryos. Bat embryos. That's fair. Yeah. Murdering animals. Yeah, we've seen Jake snap the chicken of a neck... Or neck of a chicken. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. And looking at you, Dan Schneider. I don't need you to focus on people's feet. I just don't care. I don't want... I don't don't need to see that. I realize there are people who want to see that. But what's not? What's not? That's what the internet is for. That's what the internet is for. Anyway, we're we're at the new beach, and we're just, we're having a great time. The music under the feast is really good. Yeah, they did like some remix of the theme, very very at a very low volume underneath mm-hmm. the feast, which was really cool. Yeah, and Jan's having a great time. Jan's pretty drunk. Jan's the drunk wine aunt. And Jen's like, yeah, let's name the tribe Chewy Jai. Okay, so two things. 
One, I hate that Brian keeps calling it his house. He's like, he's like, yeah, they're in my house. Like, they're on my turf. And I'm like, Brian, it's not yours. My like, house. You are not the leader of your tribe. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe he is. I don't know. The second one is, I, as a joke, when we were watching the episode, went, uh, Chewy Jai, Soup Gone. And then they named their tribe Chewy Jai. The simple answer is sometimes the best answer, I Jared. guess. Ah, ah. And we're, we're noticing something here. Shein is a lot more happy amongst this new crowd of people. Mm-hmm. She is smiling again. She's having a good time. And Penny and Aaron are suspicious. Is this the end of my game, says Penny and Aaron? It should be. It should be. Anyway. Yeah, and they've, and they've hinted at all of these Shein problems. Mm-hmm. Or the, the problems Shein's had with her tribe. But we've never gotten to see them. We haven't. I mean, a lot of them were buried under the the persona that is Rob. Yeah. And I think Rob took a lot of the heat for the the racism and the... It also probably was subversive and hard to tell that story. Like, yeah. it probably wasn't... It, Shean describes it as, like, a feeling of feeling, like, ostracized. Yep. That can be harder to catch in day-to-day interactions. Yeah, I agree. But I wish we, I wish we could have seen it a little bit more. And she ends, like, having open conversations about this. She's, she's talking to Ted, mm-hmm. and Ted's, like, super understanding. He's like, yeah, like, I get it. There's, I can tell what, that you would feel, like, ostracized. Do you think it's a race thing? She's like, it's a n- no. She's like a little, she's like, like yeah, culture thing. Yeah. yeah. Ted's like, you can sleep next to me. Oh, no. No. For the record, Ted did not say that. Just throwing that out there. But, oh man. I'm never going to stop. Not until he's gone. I'm aware. Holy hell. The sentiment of that, though. Mm. Peak, thank you. But then also, I thought it was funny that Ted goes on to quote Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Judge not a man for his the character. Or er, for the color of their skin, but for the content of their character. Yeah. I was like, oh, buddy, I am judging you for the content of your character. Yeah. That's for fucking maybe, sure. Maybe not the one that we wanted to say that. Oh, well. <laughs> Jan falls down drunk. Almost in the fire. She almost got scooped. We almost had a scooped moment, which I would feel awful with that happening to Jan. Yes. Like, we, I feel bad of it happening to Scoopin, and Scoopin is a bad person. Yeah. To Jan, I would... We might have to stop the podcast. I, yeah. Yeah, I would feel very bad if it happened to Jan. I love Jan. I want Jan to win. Jan's not gonna win. (laughs) I could see her being a goat that gets herded to the end. What makes you say that, Jared? Is Jan even playing Survivor? (laughs) She's making friends, Like, genuinely, is Jan playing Survivor? She's holding funerals. She's holding funerals for bat embryos and getting dead-ass drunk. Yeah. That's my way to play Survivor. (laughs) I love it. And try and for like was like oh a thousand dollars I'm rich and we're like Jan there's a million at stake <laughs> does Jan have an alliance I don't think so Jan's just there for a good time yeah Brian plays drunk guitar around the fire it's not good yeah like, it's not bad anyway like, here's Wonderwall he can actively play the guitar but he is clearly too intoxicated to do it well man they drink so much wine on an empty stomach. Because even, like, they ate, but, like, you're so malnourished that you're still on an empty stomach. To to the point that we have to, like, carry Brian away. Ted. Go vomit. Yeah, Ted is carrying him away, and they're having, like, this 
back and forth of like, it's essentially I love you, man. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, he's still kind of strategizing. Yeah. And also, Survivor, we don't need to see people vomit. We don't. But this is not the first time. It's not the first time this season. Yeah. <laughs> this is very remnant of what's-his-face in Australia. Big Barn. Tom. Oh, Big Tom. Big Tom. Yeah. Drunk off his ass. Oh, you mean in Africa. In Africa. Yeah. What yeah, did yeah. I say? Australia. Oh, yeah. In Africa. Africa! You're right. Anyway, we wake up the next morning, and Brian's talking to his good friend, Hurling Freddy. Brian comes off a little bit like an egomaniac this episode. Ooh, tell me more. Well, like, all the stuff I said about, like, oh, they're in my house, they're on my turf, me, Casa, mm-hmm. Sukasa, and again, it's yours, like, Correct. it's your tribes. And then being like, oh, yeah, well, now they, like, see me as human, or whatever. I'm like, what do you think they saw you as before? Sure. Like, what impression do you think you're giving off to your tribe and to everyone else around you? Like, he has a bit of a god complex. Mm. I want you to hold on to that sentiment. Okay. Just hold on to that for later. I'm fascinated. Is he the puppy strangler? <laughs> I want you to hold on to that He's sentiment. He's the puppy strangler! <laughs> hold on to that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... We're we're recovering from our night out, and <laughs> Sheehan's kind of uh, feeling out this new tribe. Like, hey, I I feel like I could maybe go on board with this other tribe. <laughs> Chewy Gon's like, hey, uh, me and my partner saw you from across the bar, yeah. and uh, we kind of <laughs> hey hey, we could uh, kind of like your energy. We could come into some mutual decisions here. You don't like Penny, we don't like Penny. Oh, you're doing Mob Boss. I was doing threesome. It's fucking... <laughs> with a wacka, which could be... Hey, could go either way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, she's... I forget who she's talking to, but she's super on board with... It was Ted. Sounds right. She's, she's talking to that tribe, but then she's like, hmm... I feel like I need to tell Ken. Yeah. I feel like... Because she still wants... She still wants to keep her alliance with mm-hmm. Ken and Jake. Correct. But she just really wants Penny gone. Mm-hmm. And now is the time to strike. And now in this conversation, we see the cop in Ken. Mm-hmm. And she's not saying that that's the way she's going to go. Yeah. She's being noncommittal, which is telling in itself. I, I don't think it had to be. If anything, I think she wasn't quite sure yet. I think the conversation with Ken pushed her over the edge. Sure. Because he is super confrontational. He is, she says it, he's doing an interrogation. Mm-hmm. He's And in the confessional to us, not even to her, so it's not performative for her, he believes this. Yeah. He says, if she does this, she's going to be labeled a rat the rest of a life. Like, the rest of her life? Yeah, I don't know about that. That's insane. It It's very mob boss. Yeah. And it reminds me that New York, it, it, the New York City cop comes out and, like, yeah, he's a gang member. Like, what are you going to do? I can't argue with he's that. In, he's in a state-funded gang, and he acts <laughs> like it. Uh, yes. And we get our tree mail. We get an immunity tree mail. Everyone's like, yeah. Individual immunity. Clearly, that's a, I'm reading that. That's a, That's got to be individual immunity. I do love when they're like, it's for immunity. Like, yeah, of course it is. We did, the last one was reward. This one's going to be for immunity. Yep. The next one will probably be for reward. You know this. Why are you act like that is something it could not be? (laughs) 
and then they go off for immunity. But we have a pan while, while they're walking away. This monkey, this fucking monkey. This fucking monkey, man. Just goes in and eats everything. We have a long shot of this monkey for almost two minutes. It's crazy. It keeps cutting back to them like walking down the beach and then back to the monkey. Yeah. And then them back on the beach and then the monkey. Oh god, yeah. And he's just, he's just going to town. He opens up the pot. He reaches in. He grabs what he wants and he just shoves it in his face. The monkey's the protagonist of the episode. <laughs> he looks over at the camera. He shows more in his face. Like, dude. And next episode, it sounds like he steals all of the bananas. What a, what a badass. This fucking monkey. Love it. Mm. But anyway, we get, to, we get to the immunity area. And Jeff's like, how do you like your new situation? You enjoying being on one beach? He's clearly goading them into saying yes. merge. Oh, no. He is waiting. Waiting for someone to say that word. Yeah. And... Penny bites immediately. Penny's like, you know what? I, we all seem to be having a great time. I never would have thought that the merge would go as smoothly as it did. And Jeff, his ears perk up with the the Grinch grin on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, I never said anything about a merge. Did, did you hear me say anything about a merge? I didn't say anything about a merge. Let's roll back the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Court reporter, I did not perjure myself. <laughs> Yeah, you're not merged. You're, you're two tribes living on one beach. That's what I said. And everyone goes, oh. oh and Shien goes, oh, oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked up. You yeah. did. You did. You really did. Yep. Anyway, here's your immunity challenge, the two tribes. We are in a jail cell. We are Which bre- they really could have just left Ted there. <laughs> we are breaking out of the jail cell. We are putting stuff together to... Make sticks long enough to reach keys. You need to reach 15 keys. I have one small... I like this challenge. Go on. (laughs) Jeff's like, anything on the floor you can use. Mm -hmm. There's The options are limitless. And then on the floor are just sticks and twine. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have diversified it a little bit to, like, make it more interesting? No. The most ingenuity we see is somebody using their shoelaces. Yes. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, we also have to very specifically say, one... You can only use one key per lock. Yes. And two, you ha- must have one foot on the ground in the jail cell at all times. And that's a good thing to mention because a couple of the women could just fit through the bars. They just slide right on through. <laughs> she just slips through and just starts grabbing the keys. Yeah, I think that, that'd be great. <laughs> How do we solve this, Jared? How do we fix this? Fix what? Fix this challenge so that you don't have to explain that. Make the bars thinner. Make the bars thinner, but also, I don't know, like, use different keys for each of these locks. Yes. Although, I think they might have been worried about time. Sure. Trying to, because then you have to find, okay, everyone line up this one key. I need to check 15 different locks. I agree. Make it 10, then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Just around your arms. Yeah. So yeah, we start the challenge. Oh, and sorry, you have to dig out at the end for whatever reason. I thought that was fun. I I think it's cute. You dig out, everybody get out, and then you need all 15 keys. You have to bring them all with you to the finish line. Stupid. I agree. It's stupid. Again, how do you solve that? Different keys for different locks. I don't even think you need to solve that one. If you've been watching them and know that they have... And you can see... I don't know. It... Like... 
two challenges ago, you were watching to make sure fish were in the right buckets, and now you're worried you're going to miss a key. Like, yeah. I don't think it's... You're just trying to set up the drama again of like, oh, you dropped one. It's going to go, go back and get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And we start the challenge, and almost immediately the rain starts rolling in. <laughs> doesn't oh. last long. It doesn't last long, no. But it definitely hindered a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it throws a little bit of wrench in people's plans. It makes it harder to tie things together, to keep things together. Sure. Some of the keys are, I want to say like six feet out from the bars, like close enough that if you were just walking over, it'd be like three paces, not sure. too far. And some of them are pretty far out there though. Mm-hmm. Some of them require some reach. Yeah, there's three depths of them. I don't know what the distances are, but there's a close, medium, and far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the most part, it goes really smoothly right away. Mm-hmm. People are grabbing them keys, Really, you just need like two sticks tied together to grab the first set of keys. And then we get to some of the longer ones. And then people start dropping keys. Which wasn't as much of a problem as I thought it was going to be. No. But you do think it's going to be a problem, though. And they did... I mean, we did have to jump cut the challenge, so it was a long challenge. Yeah, it's true. We did... It's never good in a challenge that isn't based on you holding out as long as you can that it has to show the passage of time. The time lapse, yeah. By showing the sun and the clouds, like, appearing. Like, I didn't, okay, I didn't need that survivor, thank the you. three-hour challenge, I guess. <laughs> I understand. Anyway, Chewigon drops a key first, and it's one of the medium ones, so it's not awful, but Sushjai drops a far one, mm-hmm. and it's not the make or break of the challenge, but it I certainly think, puts some distance I there. I think Chewigon drops one of the far ones too, but I think Sukjai drops two of the far ones. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know, just retrieving. We had different methods on how to retrieve. Chewigon used the stick and, like, just kind of put it to the ground and dragged, whereas Sukjai tried to do that, but also had, like, throwing things. Yeah. Where they tried to, like, latch it on and then rail it back in, which... I don't know if Survivor saw that and was like, we can use that for a later challenge. Because that is a thing that happens Mm -hmm. in a later season. Sure. So, bring bring that. Sure. Let me just write down this note. Producer, (laughs) write down that note. And yeah, there's honestly not a whole lot more exciting. Like, Chewigan gets out, gets into the lead, digs themselves out. We're worried that Ted isn't going to make it out. (laughs) Even Jeff's like, you're going to have to dig a big hole for Ted. He screams the whole time he's going through the hole. He's like, ah! Like he's powering up to go Super Saiyan. He's being birthed. Gross. I hate that image, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. I hate that you said that. Cool. And then they get out, they cross the line, and they're like, here are our keys in a nice hat. And sure. Jeff has to stop and count them. Everyone like looks up because they know that, why would they fuck that up? We know they're not going to fuck that up. Chewigan wins! Now we have a problem. Yep. So, one... We, we delayed, so we had our normal day off, we had a day two get-to-know-you moment, and now we're on day three. So... Straight to tribal. You're no conversation. Straight to tribal, baby. That sucks. It does suck. That is a terrible setup, because you have... You've pulled the wool off, from, off of their eyes, mm-hmm. or you've pulled the, the rug off from underneath them, I guess, to get my analogy correct. Sure. And now you've given them no time to discuss the fallout. Correct. You have to do one or the other. Yes. You either give them no time or you fake merge this. Exactly. And 
Survivor hasn't learned yet that the strategy is a lot of the fun of the game. Why can't you just... Because they have... You're right. They have the free day. Yeah. Why can't they just put tribal on the next free day? They should have. Yeah. Or they should have not given them their free day. Sure. Or that. Or yeah, do the challenge earlier. Yeah. It's it's a big mistake and it, I think it changes the outcome of the season. I think with enough time, Sheehan might have been able to convince them. Sure. Maybe. I, or at least given a better shot. Yeah. Surely you didn't expect a, a four to one sweep of Sheehan. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. So <laughs> we we get a little bit of Chewie Gun back at camp, which is weird. Like that doesn't usually happen. Yeah. And I just want to bring out Clay's moment of it felt like Thanksgiving. Somebody slapped the shit out of Grandma. And both the families split up and started fighting. Okay, Clay, thank you. Clay, your family's just as deranged as you are. <laughs> if that's a point of reference for you. Okay, Clay. Clay, who is slapping the shit out of your grandma? <laughs> what did your grandma do? Oh, I don't know, man. And we go to tribal. And this is a very live tribal. Yeah, I like this tribal. Talk to me about that. Talk to me about the tribal. So, th- I, I don't know if this is the first time, but it's definitely uncommon for Jeff to try to get one specific person to talk without actually addressing them. Usually it'll be like a, hey, this person said something about you. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And Shean, I don't know why, doesn't ever, doesn't try to speak for the first part of it while they're all just like kind of talking around it. So Jeff mentions like, this is an open forum. Shean, you look like you have something you want to say. Exactly. And that doesn't, like, I know it's not, I know it's not common. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. And she has those pointed, I don't know what the question is, like, well, you know, take time to talk, whatever. And she just goes, good. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ooh, okay, Shean. Yeah, because they start off and they, they kind of work down the line and they get to, to Penny and I'm pretty sure it was Penny. Penny kind of goes in on the, yeah, someone's leaking information. Someone is not being loyal to the tribe. Someone already feels like they're part of the other tribe. Hmm. Who could it be? Who could it be? And Sheehan's just sitting there like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. This is the moment. Sheehan's argument is good. Like, the only thing I think she needed, or I think would have helped her is being like, hey, we could actually merge tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you want me, who has an in with them, and can help keep you around and knows who to go after in Chewie Gone. And she kind of says that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She Not- The only part of it that she doesn't bring up is that we could still merge. Yes. She just talks about knowing them, which doesn't matter if you're split. The other thing is <laughs> everything that's that could help keep her around is also a reason to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so you have an in with the other tribe? Cool. So you can just stick with them and vote all of us out? Cool. Great. But I do think for Jake and Ken, getting rid of Sheehan was a mistake. Talk, talk to me about that. It's, it's 2020, it's hindsight. But we know that there are deep fractures in Chewie gone. Mm-hmm. And I really did like Sheehan's point of like, guys, they like me. If we come back and I'm gone, if you guys come back and I'm gone, what kind of impression does that give them? Yeah. Like, you've now set yourself up to be enemies to them rather than trying to interconnect. And I think there would be... They don't... I don't know how much they know it, but I think there is definitely an opportunity for Sheehan, Ken, and Jake to grab, unfortunately, Ted 
and Brian Mm -hmm. and make that the group of five. Yeah, I agree. And she kind of says it. Like, she's very clearly talking to Ken and Jake here. And then throws in Aaron as an afterthought. Yeah. (laughs) But she's just like, hey, I defended you. I yeah. defended Ken. I defended Jake. They I were... loved that argument of like, hey, you don't think they asked about you? Yeah. Like, you don't think... Like, Penny was the target. I don't think she says Penny was the target. But, you know, Penny was the target because I don't like her and I talked to them and I threw her under the bus. Mm. I did not throw you under the bus. Sheehan is already playing the merge game. And she was the only... Maybe not the only one. She was the only one on Soup Jai right. playing the post-merge game. And she got fucked because <laughs> it wasn't the merge, even though it, they were led to believe it was the merge. Yeah. Cool. And then we go, we vote, and Shan, like I said, gets swept four to one and is voted out right before we have a the actual jury. Yep. It's the last member of the non-jury. Sucks. Does suck, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's let's do some hypotheticals here, Jared. Okay. Um throwing them out there. I have two distinct hypotheticals. First one, if they took out Penny instead of Sheehan, how would that change the situation? I I could very easily see a path for mm-hmm. a... And it probably would involve Clay, unfortunately, too. But Sheehan, Ken, Jake, Ted, Brian, Clay, six. Mm-hmm. Get rid of, unfortunately, all the women. <laughs> um, but that's probably how it would go. And then from there, you can... You have three and three. I, sure. I think the only reason they bring Clay in that is because you you would want to be balanced. I don't think mm-hmm. Ted and Brian are going to put themselves at a disadvantage mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if that's how it would play out, but the path there is seems viable. Mm-hmm. So, from the other side, do you think, had this been the merge that they were expecting, do you think Sheehan would have gone with the other tribe? Yes. I mean, she told us as much. Sure. She was straight up like, Okay, I'm not going to tell them I made my decision, but I've made my decision. I've made my decision. I, But I think afterwards that she would have still tried to get Ken and Jake back. Mm-hmm. Those are tightest people. I agree. Yeah. It's a shame. It is a shame. That's the end of Sheehan. How do you think Sheehan does in a future survivor? I think really well. Mm. She's, she's very outspoken, but in a way that isn't... She's not, like, openly confronting people for stupid reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, she stands her ground. Yeah. But people generally like her. Yeah. I think that she... The makeup of this tribe really fucked her over. It's a shame she doesn't come back. Mm Because she should. She seems like a good survivor player. Her post-confessional was, I got caught playing the game too hard. And she did. But I don't think she even got... She wasn't even playing that hard. Just nobody else was playing on Suk Jai. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, Penny was, but they, she was playing under a different set of circumstances than she thought she was playing. She gotcha. and that is. Yeah. So really, she didn't play too hard. She just played wrong by an assumption that everyone had. Sure. Now, speaking of assumptions, I, I noticed you said that it's a shame she doesn't come back. I myself never said that. You said that's the end of Sheehan on... You said that's the end of Sheehan. Correct. I said that's the end of Sheehan. I didn't say that she never comes back. I fucking hate you. (laughs) Sheehan is coming back for Survivor All-Stars. Good. Good. So, I... Yeah. Just had to be a little Jeff in there. I fucking hate you. (laughs) I think we should do an exercise for All-Stars where once we have... Like, even before we watch the episode, tell me what the cast... Or the, the tribe breakdowns are. Okay. And I'll try to make a boot order. 
Oh, okay. I would love that. I could see Shein making, like, Final Four or better. I think that she'll be underestimated because she didn't make the merge. Sure. And with the personalities we know on All Stars, yeah, I could see her doing really well. All right. Imagine her. I could see her and Rich working together really well. Ooh. I'm excited to. I'm. I really am excited to get there. We're we're closing in. We're mm-hmm. two ish seasons away. It's what season eight? Eight. Yep. Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. That's cool. All right. <laughs> Who's your protagonist of the episode? I mean, it's it's Shan, and now it's three episodes in a row on this season where the person booted off is the protagonist of their episode. Mm. And I think that also speaks to bad storytelling. Ooh. Go go in on that. It's. It's reactionary storytelling rather than, like, big picture storytelling. Yeah. Like I said, on Soup Jai, I don't know any of these people. And one of them could win the game. I don't think they're going to. It's I, I think I picked Ken. It's, pro- it's probably going to be somebody on Chewy Gone just because they've been getting most of the attention. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm going to keep my pick of Ken because I think he's very smart. All right. It could be Ken with the people of Chewy Gone, and then we'll see. It, yeah, it, it's... It's like there's a bigger story to be told. I mean, there has to be, because somebody wins. Mm -hmm. Somebody has a through line of winning. Somebody has to win, right? (laughs) And we're not seeing it. Or maybe we are seeing it, and it's just Brian or Ted, and I hate them so much, I don't want to... I don't want that to be it. I see what you're saying. But, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Before we end the episode, I want to, to pick your brain a little more. I think... This is a trap. No. Well, a little bit. It's it's information that I know that you don't know. So yeah. there it being a little bit of a trap. We have now postponed... I don't even want to use that word. We have now not had a merge when yeah. we thought we were having a merge. Mm-hmm. Do you think a merge is coming? Yeah. Okay. Eventually, right? Like, like I, I... Part of me thinks it's next episode, but the, the next time on didn't allude to that Mm -hmm. i could see one or two more votes maybe it's until one tribe gets down to two people that that's why i think it has to be there has to emerge eventually Mm -hmm. because first of all like let's say that like soup jai just keeps losing challenges at this point once you get down to three people that's the last vote you can have correct so then if you do another team challenge i guess you do a fire making challenge and then if, the, but then like, let's say it's 5-1. Let's say the final six is five members of Chewy Gone and Ken. If he loses the challenge, does he just go home? I guess. So I feel like they have to merge it at some point. Mm-hmm. But I think it might depend on how the challenges go. Okay. But I think, I can't imagine them still being in two tribes for the final five. Gotcha. So I think when there's, it'll be when there's six people or before that. Okay, cool. We'll come back to that. What a train wreck. What a, <laughs> what a train wreck of a season. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that went wrong. There's a lot that... There's very little that's gone right. There's a lot that production could have fixed. Yeah. Could have made casting decisions better. Yikes. I mean, even outside of casting, they're taking... I don't mind them messing with the formula, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Has, I even think with a good cast, these formula changes aren't very good. Like, I don't think that this was a good twist, but... I mean, it got you. It got you very, like, you were... Sure. I mean, I think, you, okay, yeah, it was surprising, mm-hmm. but I don't think it improved the quality of the game. 
I agree. So in that way, I don't think it's a good twist. Yeah. I don't mind there not being a merge or like postponing the merge or like pushing or whatever, but I don't like the trickery involved in it. I agree. I think had you done that where you like bring them to the other camp, you have them pick a camp and then you're like, oh, by the way, I didn't say a merge. Yeah. It's two people or two teams living on one camp. And leave it there. You sabotage someone's game by not disclosing information. And they kind of got lucky because they only sabotaged one person's game. Yes. Like, you could have blown up multiple games. And maybe that would have been more interesting if there would have been more crossover, but... I agree. I think it would have been at least more fun to watch. At least do a tribe swap. Like, if you're going to do this, at least have a tribe swap at the time or earlier in the season. I know they had the... Does anyone want a tribe swap? Anybody want to change this tribe? Sheehan probably should have. Yeah. Yeah, it needs something else. It on its own just feels like a... It just feels... It's the production equivalent of, like, doing a low five and going too slow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Co- great. Congratulations. I like to think about this season, like, what if... What if Stephanie or Sheehan swapped? What if things went a different way? There, I mean, you could do that with any season, but in this situation, I feel like there's so many ways where things could have changed. Yeah, and I mean, you can do that with any season, but this one is literally a matter of open choice. It wasn't something of, like, someone else had to consent to. Like, it's not like, oh, what if they went with these people? Mm-hmm. Because, like, well, sure, but, like, maybe those people didn't want them as part of their alliance or, yeah. like, whatever. This involves that one person's individual decision, and no one can stop them, and it impacts nobody else. Yep. Except for them and the people that they're going to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we could talk hypotheticals all day, but let's let's not let's uh, hypothetically hit a bumper. Hypothetical bumper. Does that mean I don't play the bumper? Yeah, just leave the same amount of time, but leave it silence. Okay. <laughs> but now I've said bumper. Yeah. Now yeah. play the bumper. Okay. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Jared, how do you feel right now? I'm annoyed. (laughs) Yeah. Africa was a pretty low-tier cast, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. with, like, bad circumstances. This is a horrible cast with bad to slightly better circumstances. Like, I don't think the circumstances are as bad as Africa because they can leave their camp. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not going to get mauled by lions by walking out their front fucking door. Ideally. And they can strategize because they don't all have to be in the same 10 square feet. Correct. But they're trying to get too cute right now, and it's with a cast that isn't good. <laughs> yeah. All right. There, at this point, there are two likable people on the season, and three that I still have judgments out about. Uh, four, I guess, okay. Everyone on Suk Jai I still have judgments out about. Like, I, I don't know enough about them to make strong decisions. Can I like, but we'll see. There's two likable people on Chewy and three abhorrent people. Yeah, I can't argue with this. Like, what? I also, we're post-bumper, so we should be not talking about Survivor anymore. But I'm not going to stop you, because I agree. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, that's how I'm doing. I know. How I, yeah, and that's... That's been your day. Uh, yeah, I mean, Survivor's literally been my day. <laughs> Anything you'd like to promote? I'd like to promote not driving to Waukee in three days a week.
that Jared. <laughs> Listen, I'm enjoy. I love the process. I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity. The commute sucks ass. Again, context. Jared and Jared is directing a show, and we have to drive. And Steven's acting in it. Yeah, I have to drive all the way. I don't drive. We have to get up to Waukegan, which is what an hour. It's an hour from here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot when you're getting you're done with work. You go up to Waukegan to rehearse. When all of us live in the city. Yes. It's kind of a bummer. Except for one of the actors. Yeah. Let's not dox them. I, I agree. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's keep names out of this. People who have not agreed to be in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It is what it is. We go on. I also... Suffer for your art! I also go in the same direction any other day, so... True. Who needs sleep? sleep what do you want to promote, Stephen? I'm going to promote... I actually kind of dig the Metra. Yeah, the Metra's cool. I like the Metra. I wish the Metra had a better schedule late at night, mm. but I, I don't know. I enjoy my time on the Metra. Cool. If you're in Chicago and you don't know what the Metra is, who are you? We need more trains in this country. Yes, we do. And we need the trains we have to work better. Also true. <laughs> so there's a there's a, a nice job for a new mayor. Start taking care of that. Fix that, please. Well, not so much the Metra, but the DL. That's true. He's not gonna fix the metro. Metro is Cook County. Yeah. Is it Cook County? Well, it runs outside the city, so. It's it? like collaboration, I think. Sure. I always just assumed it was like a private business. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. For my co-host Jared, this is Steven. For my host Steven, this is Jared. Bye bye. Get more trains. Choo choo! <laughs> choo choo!